This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. One of the big questions is, what is money? practical purposes, it exists in a series of uh, heterogeneous databases, very different databases. Do you believe in crypto? Digital currency may be an answer. But it is the highly speculative asset. Uh, I do own Bitcoin. There is no second past. Welcome to the Crypto Curious podcast, proudly brought to you by the Bamboo app. Crypto Curious is your go-to source for all things cryptocurrency. Whether you're a seasoned pro or new to the world of crypto, we've got you covered. Each week, we'll break down the top news stories of the past seven days, giving you the information you need to stay on top of the latest trends and developments. Plus, we'll share quick bites of news and insights that you won't want to miss. If you're new to crypto, we recommend starting with our early episodes where we break down the basics and give you a solid foundation to understand the crypto world. Join us as we explore the ever-evolving world of cryptocurrency and educate ourselves along the way. We interrupt your normal broadcast week with a special episode of the Crypto Curious podcast. We look at what is a significant piece of breaking news in our crypto space over the last 24 hours, and not just with the token involved, but for what could actually shape the industry as a whole. My name's Tracy, and today Blake and I are going to have a look at the XRP versus SEC lawsuit result, which has just been announced in the last few hours. So welcome along. Hey, Blake, how are you going? Good, mate. Good. Just, um, yeah, there's obviously a lot of excitement in the market today and everyone's talking about what's happening. Uh, so, yeah, it's good to be here and we can uh, go over it. Yeah, well, definitely a lot going on. So we thought we'd better jump on and actually talk about what exactly has happened. So a battle that has definitely seemed to have dragged on forever. XRP has, I guess, had a bit of a key win. A a federal judge in the US who's been overseeing this case has ruled that the XRP token is not necessarily a security on its face. So this is not an outright victory for Ripple, although you wouldn't have thought that with the market's response last night. It was green everywhere. Um, XRP itself close around 70% up overnight. So I do understand why there was some euphoria because like you said, this has been going on for a long time and they wanted some good news. But, you know, let's have a look exactly, is this great news? Let's unpack a little bit about what's actually happened here, Blake. Before we get into any more detail, Trace, I think it's just worth providing a little bit of context about, you know, the whole case and, and Ripple itself. So Ripple was founded by uh, one of the, the founders of Mt. Gox, and they raised, I think it was 1.4 billion US dollars through institutional investors as well as retail investors, like everyday investors. And their mission is to provide interbank settlement on the blockchain. Currently, there's a service globally called the SWIFT network, and it was always Ripple's mission to compete with SWIFT. 
Um, but you know, Ripple's been around for 10 years now um, and the native token XRP, um, but I really don't know how much of the market share they've been able to take from the SWIFT network um, with all the money that they have. And it's not just the money that they raised, they sold down hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars um, of the Ripple token into the market. You know, I think at the launch of the token, Ripple, um, the company, um, they're not a decentralized network. Uh, then this is important um, later. Uh, they made a lot of money, you know, selling down the tokens that they held as a company. Might also extend that to the founders made, um, you know, potentially, I think it was hundreds of millions, even billions of dollars. And I was going to ask how, and, and, and this, this lawsuit has dragged on for a long time and these type of things cost money. I'm wondering how much money this kind of thing costs also. Yeah, that's right. Last I heard that Ripple was selling, you know, $1 to $200 million a month into the market. Enough money to um, sustain a, a legal case like this against the SEC. And um, it's really important to then um, provide a little bit of context about you know, why Ripple um, doesn't want to be a security. Because if Ripple was a security, it wouldn't be able to be traded on, on any of the crypto exchanges or almost you know 99% of them because none of the crypto exchanges are registered securities exchanges. Mm. Mm. Mm, exactly. And this was really because of the shadow of the court case between Ripple uh, and the SEC. And um, some of the exchanges were taking preemptive measures like Kraken, like Coinbase, about not, not listing the token. Uh, that's all changed now, hasn't it, Trace? Mm, it has very quickly again. Well, let's look at exactly what's come out overnight and what the judge has said about this ruling. Yes, yeah, so, so let's, um, let's look at the ruling overnight. Um, judge and and Lisa Torres said that the XRP sales to the public buyers don't qualify as an unregistered security, um, but the sales to institutions like investment funds um, and professional investors, um, they did. So that's because those entities were likely um, expecting a a profit from their investment. Um, and then that would be one of the key points on the Howey test that determined whether or not an asset is a security. Um, the judge in this matter, though, did conclude that the $728 million worth of institutional sales did constitute unregistered securities. Uh, and those investors would have purchased XRP expecting that the, they would derive profits. Um, but What's important to note here is that just because it was a security at that point in time doesn't mean it's still a security. I think what the judge was trying to say was that uh, those that had an investment contract with Ripple um, were expecting um, their price to go up over time and then profits from their participation. But those on a cryptocurrency exchange purchasing peer-to-peer -peer or on a, what we would call a secondary market, the profile of that investment is quite different and wouldn't be classed as an unregistered security. Now, this just shows that the classification can change over time depending on the use of the token. So that's a good thing for the exchanges right now. The exchanges would be pretty happy with that, wouldn't they? A hundred percent, yeah. yeah. This ruling actually marks the first win for a cryptocurrency company in any case brought by the SEC, which is a pretty big deal, which is why everyone's super excited. So the lawsuit itself um, was against its two founders. And I wanted to ask this question, Blake, and I want to get this right, because they are a very centralised business with key figureheads 
um, who have a standardized way of sale, which you just mentioned, and a very formalized way of, you know, distributing in the beginning. So if those, you know, aren't now securities, wouldn't I be correct in saying that nearly anything sold via an exchange is not a security now? Yeah, that's a good point. So yeah, any of those projects that didn't ICO may or may not it may or may not have been an unregistered security at that point in time. But it's this is creating precedent that now that that time has passed, that it's you're not a security, um, which means it's good to go. It's fine to move forward into the future. They may just have fines to pay in relation to that initial capital raising event. But I think there's certainly an argument to make that you know there wasn't clarity in the market for them. There wasn't clear enough guidance. Um, in the marketplace uh, or through regulators for them to um, navigate this successfully. And, you know, it's really, we don't know what's going to happen to those groups that did raise an RCO and did have an unregistered security. But now that the token, now that the token's fine, it's certainly a win for those projects. It kind of secures their future a little bit as long as they can pay any potential fines for that initial um, distribution. Um, But this is really important because the SEC has come out and said that I think 30 to 60 tokens um, listed on Binance and Coinbase and other exchanges are unregistered securities like BNB, Solana, ADA, Matic, Filecoin, Sand, Mana, many, many others. You know, this is going to allow those projects in their court case with the SEC, give them a lot more leverage um, and, you know, potentially setting them up for success in how they're regarded from a true standpoint. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And in saying that, it's important to note that each of these tokens, you know, their classifications as security will depend on their individual investigations. And and there's obviously no guarantee that they'll be treated the same way as XRP. And And as it stands right now, funnily enough, XRP is the only token as it stands to have been issued with any sort of regulatory clarity, which is interesting. But, you know, so we've seen um, the impact that this has had in the last you know, 12 hours on the market in the short term. But what about moving forward, Blake? What do we see um, as the impacts this is going to have um, in the medium to long term? So the judge has ruled that the programmatic sales of XRP do not qualify as securities. And that, I would suggest, 
um, sales that are done through a smart contract. You know, you deposit your Ethereum or whatever, um, and then you get your your tokens in returns. So many projects distributed their ICOs uh, and their capital raising or initial yeah, coin offerings th through this mechanism. And uh, that potentially opens the door to new paradigms um, in which cryptocurrencies can be sold or will be sold in the future. They have to go back, though, um, for a final hearing on this. What repercussions there are going to be for projects that did initially mm. um, sell to institutions or others, you know, unregistered securities. So the fine could be quite hefty um, or it could be pretty minimal and say, hey, from now, we're not going to punish those retrospectively too much. Um, but now there's precedent, there's clarity in the market moving forward. Um, everyone should be following the law. Mm-hmm. And you think that the SEC are most definitely going to appeal a decision? Yeah, I think they've hinted to it a couple of times. Of course, um, you know, if any project was going to be a security, it was going to be XRP, yeah. just from yeah. the structure yeah. of the organisation. It's very centralised compared to most other projects. Of course, if the SEC can change the, that decision by any chance, they will try and take it, yeah. And so, of course, all this is going on really far away over in the US, Blake, but what does it mean for us here in Australia, aside from obviously a nice kick in the price overall, uh, what else does it mean for us here? You know, intrinsically, if matters go through the court system here, um, precedent in the US will filter through in some capacity. Um, but of course, the regulators will attack it probably a little bit differently here. Um, but it also gives just a lot of ease to the market participants here in Australia um, as well, knowing that you know it's going to be quite hard for a smaller jurisdiction like Australia to then rule a different way or substantially different from what's being done uh, over the last 12 hours in the US. Yeah, look, there's many XRP holders out there that are still largely in the red, even with this jump in price, which you mentioned, it was up, you know, 70, 80% at close. Uh, there's still a lot of people still down about 84% from its peak of price, which was $3.40. And that was set back in January 2018. So Blake, this story is far from over, but we really wanted to jump in today and give you a quick update on what we think is probably a landmark case in the crypto industry. And I think there's going to be some future updates and we'll give you those as they happen. We'll probably cover off a bit more, Blake, on Tuesday's episode. Mm. I think it's really interesting to point out as well that the market cap is like doubled from like 25 billion, well, almost doubled. Has it doubled? It almost got up to 50 billion. It's come wow. up to 42 billion. So yeah, it's put on you know around $20 billion USD of value in 24 hours, which is absolutely ridiculous. Wow. That, that speaks volumes, to be honest, right there. Look, you know how fast things in crypto move. It's Friday right now. We've got the podcast again Tuesday, Wednesday. We'll probably be talking about this again with some some more news and we will keep you up to date with that. But again, if you've got some thoughts or you think we've missed anything or you want to add a little bit to this story, then please do get in contact via our socials, uh, the Crypto Curious Facebook page. We've got our own Crypto Curious Instagram page as well. Please jump on there or send us an email at podcast at getbamboo.io. And please make sure if you're enjoying the podcast, tell a friend about us and share it around and we'll uh, join you again with regular listening next week. Bye for now. See you guys. You have been listening to an Equitymates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. 
This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have physicians in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.